Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself depending on the subject matter and your needs. Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this edition of the program. Are you ready to get deep? The secret story of everything, the root of reality. Now, like I said, this is going to be kind of a deep show. Now, I can go a lot deeper. I can go so deep, but I'm not going to go that deep on this show. I'm just going to go deep enough to see if you like this kind of thing. And then if so, then I'll go really deep on a future show. Okay. So let's begin. The Root of Reality. Well, an article was recently published in Quantum. Actually, it's quantamagazine.org. Quantamagazine.org. Yeah, we're, we're getting into quantum physics here. You ready? And here's what it says. The most famous paradox in physics nears its end. In a landmark series of calculations... Physicists have proved that black holes can shed information, which seems impossible by definition. The work appears to resolve a paradox that Stephen Hawking first described 50 years ago. All right, you'll see how all this applies to reality in general, because what is a black hole? It's like a big drain in 
reality that everything supposedly just pours down into disappear. But where does it go? Does it just disappear? Is that the end? Okay, here's what they say. In a series of breakthrough papers, theoretical physicists have come tantalizingly close to resolving the black hole information paradox. It says uh, information, they now say with confidence, does indeed escape a black hole. If you jump into one, you will not be gone for good. Particle by particle, the information needed to reconstitute your body will reemerge. Most physicists have long assumed it would, and that was the upshot of string theory, leading uh, their leading candidate for a unified theory of nature. But the new calculations, though inspired by string theory, stand on their own. It says information gets out through the workings of gravity itself. Just ordinary gravity with a single layer of quantum effects. Now stick with me here. This is a peculiar role, they say, a peculiar uh, role reversal for gravity. According to Einstein's general theory of relativity, the gravity of a black hole is so intense that nothing can escape it. And the more sophisticated understanding of black holes developed by Stephen Hawking and his colleagues in the 1970s did not question this principle. Hawking's and others sought to describe matter in and around black holes using quantum theory, but they continued to describe gravity using Einstein's classical theory. This is a hybrid approach the physicists call semi-classical, and although the approach predicted new effects at the perimeter of the hole, the interior remained strictly sealed off. Physicists figured that Hawking had nailed the semi-classical calculation, and any further progress would have to treat gravity as quantum. I know, I know, I told you, this this is getting kind of deep. But what they're saying here is that a black hole is not a hermit kingdom. It's a vigorously open system. Not only does information spill out, anything new that falls in is re- Gurgitated almost immediately. Somewhere. The revised semi-classical theory has yet to explain how exactly the information gets out. But such has been the pace of discovery in the past two years that theorists have already, uh, already have hints of how this may work. Okay. Now I'm not going to go too much deeper with that, but here is a quote that I think you really need to think about. This is actually from the article, but everyone says, but almost everyone appears to agree on one thing in some way, in some way or other space time itself seems to fall apart at a black hole, implying that space time is not the root level of reality, but an emergent structure from something deeper. I told you we were going to get deeper. So, all right, here's the, here's the concept. Before we were thinking, I mean, you know, there was a time when people didn't even believe a black hole existed. Now we're saying like, yep, there's a big hole in reality. And then next they were saying, well, this is like, you know, again, it's like a big drain in space time and it destroys space time. And that means everything's destroyed. But now they're saying, even though space time is being destroyed, 
that's there's still something there that space time, this medium that we're moving around in that we're immersed in is not the end all be all. So we are kind of like uh, and this is just, you know, I'm putting this in my words. We're almost like fish in an aquarium and the water is all around us. We're not directly aware of it, but it's sustaining us. And the water uh, for humans is kind of like space time. And then there are these drains, like pulling the plug on the fish tank. And then when all the water pours out, that doesn't mean the whole world stops. It just means that the, the, the medium that you're living in, space time, which is, as we know, a flexible, bendable and often unpredictable thing. Uh, that is just, uh, that's just something that, that we interface with, but there is a whole other level from which everything emerges. That's, that's what I'm getting out of this. And this reminds me of this quote that I love written by philosopher James Allen in his book, As a Man Thinketh in 1903. He wrote, as the visible world is sustained by the invisible, so men through all their trials and sins and sordid vocations are nourished by the beautiful visions of their solitary dreamers. The important part there being as the visible world is sustained by the invisible. So everything that we've been able to measure, I mean, some of our most advanced techniques, scientifically speaking, to measure what's going on here have been uh, tools that can measure space time and variations of space time. And that stuff is so weird. It's hard to comprehend. Now we're taking it beyond that. And now we have to get back to, okay, well, what are we here and what's going to happen to us when we die? Is it like going through a black hole? Is this where these visitors are coming from? Because if a black hole doesn't just suck things in, it also allows things to come out. Now it's starting to sound more like a wormhole, isn't it? That it's a tube that you can travel through. And it, this may just be uh, a black hole may be the biggest, most obvious, like brutal example of this. But I believe that these kind of wormholes and portals and things exist on a much, much smaller scale. And they're all around us. Um, Philosopher Alan Watts, I'll give you another quote. I wrote about this in my book, Use the Force, a Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction. Alan Watts, he died in 1973. One of his quotes I've always liked, he said, through our eyes, he's talking about humans here, of course, through our eyes, the universe is perceiving itself. Through our ears, the universe is listening to its harmonies. We are the witnesses through which the universe becomes conscious of its glory, of its magnificence. We're going back to this idea of self-awareness and infinite consciousness that consciousness. Okay. If there's a root that is deeper than space time, then that is the root where self-awareness and consciousness resides. And that may be why that as humans, we have the greatest power in the universe, consciousness and that we are therefore able to use that to travel mentally through time, seeing what happened in the past, like a ghost, or seeing what's going to happen in the future, like with 
ESP, precognition, remote viewing. Uh, these are all things that are possible once you start exploring the mind. Now, when we come back from our first break, I'm going to talk a little bit more about what I think this means when you die. And then also, let's try to codify this in some of the most ancient teachings that have ever been produced and see how the science is coming full circle with philosophy and we're starting to understand so much more of this stuff. If you like to really experiment, toy with this stuff, let me tell you, I create these metaphysical inventions. I recently came out with the Golden Ruby Ultimate Fortune Maker Kit and I sold out, but you know what? I always keep a few extras on hand just in case like something gets destroyed or lost in the mail. So I may still have some extras if you go to the curiosity shop at joshuapwarren.com. And while you're there, here's the most important thing. Sign up for my free e-newsletter. It's right there on the homepage. Takes you two seconds. You put your email address in there. You hit the submit button. You will instantly receive an email that I have written with my own fingers that will give you some digital links to some free online gifts that can help you start manifesting and changing your world and expanding your perception, expanding your experience here. All that at joshuapwarren.com. And remember, there's no period after the P. I am Joshua P. Warren, and you are listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash StrangeThings today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash StrangeThings. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. I recently posted a meme on my Twitter account, and uh, that's just at Joshua P. Warren. And even if you don't have a Twitter account, you can still go and look at the things that I post on Twitter. I do that a lot of the time because it's uh, it's just easy. Just boom, you hit a button, and it's out there. And uh, it's a cartoon of two snowmen talking to each other in the middle of a of a snowstorm. And one of them is saying to the other, don't be absurd. Nobody made us. We evolved by chance from snowflakes. And, you you know, that's a pretty good analogy, isn't it? For how some people view uh, this world. We just, it, the snowflakes fell into place. And you have to remember that you are mainly water and empty space if i squished all the water and empty space out of you you would be smaller than a pea that i could roll between my fingers so what are you really you're just you know electrical impulses right and uh it's very interesting to me when you start thinking about where we came from and the the important of the importance of consciousness and where are we going to go so I think that when you die, uh, if you have a normal state of mind and know what's going on, it is going to be scary. It is going to be scary. And I have heard from people who have had near death experiences who have said, oh, but it was beautiful and I loved it. You know, 
Well, I think that that's probably not what usually happens um, because this is because that everything you have done in your life has been biologically programmed to avoid death. Okay, that's just nature. So I think it's going to be scary when suddenly, oh, here, here we go. It's the big day. But honestly, truly, I do not believe it is the end. Again, you are mainly water and empty space. Your body is a life support system for your wormhole brain. And your wormhole brain is a pinpoint of consciousness that cannot be created nor destroyed. It simply exists forever. And like all energy, it transforms from state to state. Energy can be neither created nor destroyed, simply conserved, changing from state to state. And I will just go ahead and toss this out here on a side note. I do believe that this means technically that you cannot create a perpetual motion machine per se, but that doesn't mean you can't create a machine that appears to be perpetual motion because it taps into some natural unseen source, just like a windmill. A windmill is not perpetual motion, technically speaking, but as long as the wind blows, well, it may as well be because it's free energy. I just had to throw that in because when I start talking about the law of conservation of energy, I'm enough of a geek that I think about perpetual motion machines. But anyway, look, I am conscious, whatever that means. And I am also a part of the universe. So if I am conscious and I'm a part of the universe, then that means the universe is also conscious and vice versa. As above, so below. And I think that whatever this consciousness is that created the shapes of the experience that you and I are having, that is what we can call God. I am not capable of comprehending what God is, and I don't believe any of us are. But, you know, God can be many different things, but ultimately I think that's what God is. It is the source of this uh, design that we see and with God all things are possible. For a long time, for thousands of years, humans have been dealing with these issues. Technology may change and evolve in advance, but the human experience actually seems pretty consistent. Pretty consistent. And that's why that I thought, you know, if you've listened to me for years, um, then you've heard me talk about this in the past probably on my podcast, Joshua P. Warren Daily, that I used to do. And there are over 500 episodes of that, uh, editions of that, that you can you can listen to for free whenever you want to. Just type in Joshua P. Warren Daily, uh, even though it's uncensored and some of the language is um, R-rated. Uh, so anyway, let's go back and talk about one of the, I think, the most fascinating texts out there. It's called the Kabbalion. Uh, the Kabbalion was this book that was originally published in 1908, and nobody knows for sure who wrote it. Nobody even knows for sure what the word Kabbalion even means. Uh, the book is attributed to three initiates. Okay, so we're talking about people who supposedly were masters of the old mystery schools, which gave rise to all the secret societies and whatnot. A lot of people believe that William Walker Atkinson was the actual author of this book, a uh, fascinating guy, and you can read about that on your own. But regardless, the Kabbalion, it's actually, it's, it's a pretty short book, and it talks about a lot of 
these concepts related to as above, so below. Like, for example, if you look at a human eye, the pupil, it looks a heck of a lot like the picture of a black hole. Black holes huge and far away, but you have an eye right there. Is it the same thing? Are your eyes little black holes? Um, and so a lot of uh, occultists, as they call them, new thought people, um, are interested in the concepts of the Kabbalion. And it, it's based upon what is also called hermetic principles. And this goes back to an individual that I also wrote about in my book called Use the Force, Hermes Trismegistus. And Hermes Trismegistus was this great uh, philosopher, priest, scientist, alchemist who lived that thousands of years ago. This was in the BC era. Okay. And, um, he's, he's kind of, nobody knows for sure if he existed. It seems like he did that there was a real man in the middle of this. Um, and this is, this was, I guess, around ancient Greece, but even though he had a lot of Egyptian, a study going on there as well. Again, a very mysterious guy. You can look this up. Uh, and I, I, I found out when I was writing about this that, uh, if I understand correctly, Trismegistus, uh, means that you are honored by having your name repeated three times. So this is how they used to honor like holy men and shaman and stuff in some cultures. So for example, if I'm just regular old Joshua, then I'm regular old Joshua. But if I do something nice, you know, something really cool, I save a drowning baby or something like that. And they say, oh, that's Joshua, Joshua. You know, that's, that's an honorary thing. But if you are the Mac daddy, then they, then you get your name repeated three times. That's Joshua, Joshua, Joshua over there. And so instead of having to repeat Hermes, 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 they call him Hermes Trismegistus. Again, I think that's how it worked. Anyway, um, he, he was a great wizard of some sort, very similar to the, the concepts around Merlin and whatnot. And, uh, this book, the Kabbalion talks about these seven principles that are hermetic principles that dig to the deep end, like the deeper layer behind all of this. And here's what they are. Okay. Number one is the principle of mentalism. And by the way, if you ever want to look up this stuff, Kabbalion is spelled K-Y-B-A-L-I-O-N. K-Y-B-A-L-I-O-N. So the first is the principle of mentalism. And that means the all is mind. The universe is mental. Okay, so that goes back to what I was saying about consciousness. The universe is mental. Uh, okay, next principle is correspondence. As above, so below. This principle embodies the truth that there is always a correspondence between the laws and phenomena of the various planes and being of life. Every, nothing exists separated from anything else. Everything is connected. Number three is the principle of vibration. Nothing rests. Everything moves. Everything vibrates. Which actually, uh, a side note, goes back to my personal belief, which is all things are conscious because I think vibration, uh, vibrating is the, uh, is the, the fundamental 
um, sign of life, vibration. And if, if something is vibrating, it's conscious to some extent. Otherwise, there, it's death. There's no sensation. That's just my, my philosophy. Okay. Uh, number four, the principle of polarity. Everything is dual. Everything has poles. Everything has its pair of opposites. Like and unlike are the same. Opposites are identical in nature, but different in degree. Extremes meet. All truths are but half-truths, and all paradoxes may be reconciled. Uh, the next, number five, is the principle of rhythm. Everything flows out and in. Everything has tides. All things rise and fall. The pendulum swing manifests in everything. The measure of the swing to the right is the measure of the swing to the left. Rhythm compensates. There are two more principles we'll get into when we come back. And then I want to share some UFO news with you. Because I think what we're seeing is that, look, there are other dimensions... There is a deeper level of reality, and once once you understand that, you can use that to travel through this space-time thing. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be back after these important messages. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Welcome back to Strange Things. On the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network, I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. There are two more hermetic principles here from the Kabbalion, a philosophy that is ultimately attributed to Hermes Trismegistus. And... Uh, Let's see. Okay, so next is number six, the principle of cause and effect. Every cause has an effect. Every effect has its cause. Everything happens according to law. Chance is but a name for law not recognized. There are many planes of causation, but nothing escapes the law. So for those of you who don't believe in karma... I know that sounds really nice, doesn't it? <laughs> it's an, an inconvenient principle. Ah, I I am a strong believer in karma, and I think that's what we're it's it's basically saying here. And it's interesting to hear it worded so simply, though, that like what we call chance is but a name for a law not recognized. Okay. And then lastly, number seven is the principle of gender. Now, that word gender is being used often these days in mainstream discussions. And I'm not talking about it in that sense. When the ancient people were talking about gender, here is what they said. Gender is in everything. Everything has its masculine and feminine principles. Gender manifests on all planes. So they're talking about everything having its own yin and yang. All humans, all objects, you know, all every all attributes have this. So, again, those seven principles are number one, the principle of mentalism. Number two, the principle of correspondence. Number three, the principle of vibration. Number four, the principle of polarity. Number five, the principle of rhythm. Number six, the principle of cause and effect. And number seven, the principle of gender. Those things seem to be very fundamental in the thinking of ancient people, even uh, compared to what scientists are telling us today. And if you want to read the Kabbalion, uh, go for it. I think um, somewhere out there, I even have a file of me reading parts of it. But it, the easiest thing to do is go to Wikipedia and type in Kabbalion, and that'll give you like your cliff notes there. K-Y-B-A-L-I-O-N. 
And to me, it's I'm bringing this up because, again, it seems like we're getting closer and closer to realizing that, indeed, this is what's happening sort of behind the scenes and that there is a structure to how the world works that is a root structure that is a platform that goes even deeper than than quantum physics alone and, and the things that we understand about the cosmos. Now, in saying that, I believe that it is most likely that a lot of these visitors that we experience, call them aliens, interdimensional interlopers, whatever, a lot of these beings are beings that have figured out the technology to take advantage of what that root structure is, and they can travel here uh, either physically or uh, astrally or mentally. So that's why, for example, a lot of people who get abducted may not be abducted physically. They may have what they uh, consider a physical experience, but it may be that you, your body can be accessed only in part that, you know, you're a multidimensional being and maybe parts of you can be abducted while other parts are sleeping in bed. So like, you know, maybe you turn over and you see your partner lying in bed asleep, but you don't know that your partner is being abducted because that partner's some, some part of that partner's spirit is being taken. I'm open to that possibility. And now that we have to start opening our minds to what this whole UFO thing is about, uh, you may have seen that it was just recently uh, revealed after 32 years, the Ministry of Defense over there in the UK uh, has put out a, a picture that they kept uh, hidden. Uh, they call it the most spectacular UFO photo ever captured. Uh, it was taken August 4th of 1990 by two young men in Scotland. And uh, you can read all about it. I, this is another one of those things that I posted on my Twitter page. So if you're interested, you can go to Joshua P. Warren. Just do a search for Joshua P. Warren on Twitter. And you can scroll through and see the articles. And hopefully, if you are a Twitter person, you'll also uh, follow me on Twitter. Um, but what they got a picture of was what looks like one of these big kind of like triangular slash diamond shaped things in the sky. And. You know, I saw something very similar um, oh, years ago, and and you you may also realize if, again going back to Twitter, like I posted a video recently uh, where I, I I don't like the word debunking, but I, we solved a UFO mystery. Okay, so like Jason Sirachi, he went out and he captured some footage of something. And I didn't know what it was. And um, we sent it to Mobius and we got it analyzed. And it turns out we figured out what it was. And if you want to see what it was, you'll go there to my Twitter page and you can watch me give like a four minute video where I show the footage and then I explain what it was. So I'm always trying to explain things. But this this UFO uh, stuff is now becoming uh so significant. Mobius actually asked me if I would go back and retell the story about my most impressive UFO sighting. And I've had quite a few different kinds of sightings, but this one just really stands out in my mind. So um, I he, I think that he is working with his associates to turn this into uh, part of a video about the triangle UFO phenomenon. So I said, sure. So I sat down and I, you've probably heard this before. But I figure I will go ahead and play it for you again 
uh, this is the most official way I can explain to you what I personally saw. And, uh, and it was in, it was in Nevada. Uh, and I want you to, um, you know, I'm, I'm just going to let you listen to it. And then after that, I'll have some thoughts and also an interesting email I want to read to you. So anyway, here is me retelling the story about my most impressive UFO sighting. I'm Joshua P. Warren, and my most amazing UFO sighting happened on the night of Monday, February the 23rd of 2009. I was in Laughlin, Nevada. I had been invited to be a speaker at the UFO Congress in Laughlin, and that is when I met Dean Worsing, who it turned out would become a great friend uh, to this very day. And Dean and his son, Dean Jr., had third generation night vision goggles. And I had never before had the opportunity to look at the sky through third generation. And so on that night, um, Dean and his son and a buddy of mine named Will and I went outside of Laughlin. Uh, there was a pull off on Davis Dam Road. And I want to say this was around nine o'clock at night. We were the only ones around. It was a very dark, clear night. And, you know, looking through third generation night vision at the sky for the first time is uh, just an awe inspiring experience because, I mean, on a clear night for every star you can see with the naked eye, you can see about 20 uh, through the third gen. And I mean, so the entire sky just looked like it was sparkling with layers of diamonds. And... We had three pairs of of goggles betwixt the four of us. And so at one particular point, I had a pair and Dean and his son, Dean Jr. had a pair. And uh, I was the first one to notice the anomaly. Now, since the third gen was new to me, um, I wasn't sure what kind of weird digital artifacts might appear through the kind of electronic workings of the tube. And so when I looked out across the desert and I was staring to my right, which was southeast, and I saw this gigantic, bright V shape in the sky. Okay, so we're going to pause right there for our break. And when we come back, you will hear the rest of the story. And, you know, I just want to mention that one of the things that's so kind of, you know, frustrating about being a UFO researcher these days is that it, obviously there is something flying around out there that is not of this world, so to speak. Okay. May, may, and you know, you could argue like, well, these are the original earthlings and we're, we're the aliens and you can get into all these sci-fi discussions. Great. But you know what I'm talking about? It's like, there's something there that doesn't seem to be uh part of the normal human experience. And if governments have 
have have learned from that whether or not they even actually have one of these craft if by observing them they have learned how to create similar technologies then it's really it's hard sometimes to figure out if you're just seeing the craft you're not seeing the beings it's hard to figure out if this is something that is uh, extraterrestrial ultra dimensional or if we are looking at something here that is something humans have created you know like a top secret military project anyway you'll hear more about what happened next that night when we come back i'm joshua p warren and you're listening to strange things on the iHeartRadio and coast to coast am paranormal podcast network i will be right back Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things 
on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and so there I was looking through third-gen night vision, and I saw this big, illuminated, V-shaped thing in the sky. And now, back to my audio. Here's what happened next. I actually was startled because I could see it through the, the goggles, but I'd take the goggles down and I could not see it with the naked eye. Now, third gen allows you to see into the infrared realm, which is usually invisible, you know, to, to the naked human eye. So I, so this was obviously something uh, in infrared, but I at first thought that this was some kind of a digital artifact. And I said that out loud. I said, guys, I think my goggles are messed up because I keep seeing this big V shape. And at that point, Dean and Dean Jr., uh, they apparently turned in my direction. And I heard a chorus of holy <laughs> because now it turns out that we were all seeing the same thing. This was not a digital artifact. This was. Exactly as I said, a huge V-shape. Now, let me clarify something. People talk all the time about seeing a triangle craft or a triangular craft. Um, what I saw was a giant V, just like the hand of God had taken some kind of a highlighter and just drawn a giant V. There may have been a... Uh, a triangular craft there that was invisible and all I was seeing was was the front two edges but all I could see was this nice coherent V very linear it wasn't I didn't see dots of light or anything like that like the Phoenix lights no this was just like a big V and actually over top of it was what appeared to be a smaller V and so having no clue what this is, of course, we're, we're, we're just, you know, dumbfounded as we're all sharing the experience of watching this gigantic craft, or it may have been two craft. I'm not sure. And the thing is, it was traveling quite slowly and it was absolutely silent. And it was, as it got closer to us, it was humongous. Okay. I can't say that it passed directly over our heads, but I mean, it was close enough by that you know, there's no way a person can honestly look up and see something like that and, and tell you how far away it is or how big it is, because you just can't judge that information at night when you see a light like that. But it was, it was a huge thing. You know, we, we, we can only use airplanes and helicopters as, as examples of how to gauge this stuff. And this huge V-shape silently took its time, oh, at least a couple of minutes, uh, going across from right to left, from the southeast to the northwest, in what it turns out was uh, the direction of Nellis Air Force Base. Uh, I, at the time, I wasn't sure. I had to go back later and look it up. And as this gigantic thing passed over top of us, um, I have never felt so small in my entire life. It was eerie. 
Um, the, it, it reminded me a lot of the experience portrayed in 2001, A Space Odyssey, when the obelisk is, is viewed. And so when this thing passed over, look, I can't tell you whether or not this was some kind of a secret military craft or if it was extraterrestrial or extra dimensional or ultra, you know, I don't know. But whatever it was, it was something that made me feel so out of place. And uh, and there was this sort of instinctual uh, fear of this gigantic thing <laughs> that was that was flying, you know, more or less over us. And and again, like silently off into the distance and. We were all so amazed. Of course, at one point, uh, Dean gave his uh, goggles to Will, and Will saw it as well. The thing that we'll always kick ourselves over is that none of us had a camera that night. And even if we had a camera, I, I don't know how if we'd have taken the time to just like hook it up to the goggles and get this footage. Because th- you have to understand, there's a moment when you see something that truly boggles your mind where you're not thinking about necessarily documenting what you're seeing you're just looking at it and trying to figure out what it is uh it's after the fact that you're like oh man i wish i should have done this and that and the other you know and doc we did not have cameras to document this thing but let me tell you it is burned forever in our memories and we went back to the resort and casino where we were staying where the event was being held and we stayed up all night long in my room talking over and over and over about this. Like, what was that? Well, I mean, it was that profound. And the next day, I obsessively called every government agency I could get a hold. Of course, I started with, you know, the the, the airport and the Air Force and all the military uh, connections I could get. And, like, and then I called the wildlife uh, service and I asked them about formation flying foul even though I knew there was no way we were looking at something like that I knew that people would would possibly bring that up and of course I was told like no this is February and it's it's very very cold and there are no that I was told explicitly by two or three people there are no formation flying foul around here and so this was um this was such a uh, a strange and overwhelming experience that I was hooked immediately. And that's when I started getting into third generation night vision technology very seriously. And that's when I helped to create the paratemporal uh, night vision company to make sure that the best night vision possible gets out there into people's hands who are uh wanting to see this kind of stuff and, and do this kind of research. And, uh, I have never seen anything quite like it. Uh, there was another occasion when I was, uh, out in the desert in Henderson, Nevada, and, uh, I saw what may have been a similar kind of V V shaped craft, but it was, it was much, much, much higher and very faint. And I didn't get, nearly as as good of a look at it but that that experience impressed me so much that uh i now live 
in Las Vegas. Uh, I moved out here five years ago and uh, I go out all the time with the third gen and I am hoping to see that thing again close up just like I did in Laughlin and this time uh, my fingers are crossed <laughs> that I will have a camera and be able to document it but whatever these things are um, they are so tangible and so real and so solid and yet there is something absolutely surreal about the feeling that you get when you stand there at night and watch one of these behemoths quietly float above you and beyond. And it always gives me goosebumps to think back on that night, Monday, February 23rd of 2009. Okay. So there is my report and it sounds pretty similar to what Sean Kevin Jason saw, don't you think? <laughs> Let me squeeze in one email here before the break. This comes from a listener in Australia. His name is Rob, and he says, G'day, Joshua, from Rob in Australia. I've been listening to your shows while doing construction work at my home, and I've also been applying for and not getting past first base for jobs for 18 months. So you keep playing those tunes, the good fortune tone, and you're talking about manifesting what we want. Well, guess what? Today I had about two calls. Uh, I had two calls about jobs and he said, uh, one is for an outback, uh, is the outback in Northern Territory, a place called Wadi. Google that to get an appreciation of the location. It's a uh, coordinator role in the Aboriginal community, and so I will be giving back to the community. Anyway, I thought you should know that you might have helped me. Thank you, Rob. How cool is that? Well, you know what? Thank you, Rob. And now let's see if we can help out everybody else. Take a deep breath, and here it is, the good fortune tone. That's it for this edition of the show. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the curiosity shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.
Well, if you like this episode of Strange Things, wait till you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.